Welcome to the Transparent Dad Podcast, the show where we dive deep into the heart of fatherhood and explore ways to bridge the generational gap for the fatherless generation. I'm your host, Desmond, and I'm excited to embark on this journey with you as we uncover insights, share stories, and engage in meaningful conversations. Whether you're a dad, a father figure, or someone looking to understand the impact of fatherlessness, this podcast is here to provide transparency, guidance, and a sense of community. So let's dive in and explore a crucial topic for every dad out there. Making time for yourself. So I need everyone to understand that this is a a hard topic for me. Um, And the reason why it is is because I'll be honest, I I feel like sometimes I'm being too selfish. But uh, as I was driving earlier this weekend, flying earlier this weekend, and um, just going through my daily routines, I realized that I wasn't making time for myself. And so it's easy to get lost in the hustle and bustle um, of our daily life. And, And I need everyone to understand it's essential for every father, every father to carve out at least some personal time. So today, um, I'm going to share with you five tips, five tips on how men uh, can be intentional about making time for themselves. Uh, And this is something that, I'll be honest, it it almost feels more like um, taboo for me. It is one of those things that I have struggled with for a while my wife if you ever ask her hey does des make time for himself she's going to say not enough um his time is typically either at night uh when everyone else is asleep or it is yeah at night uh so in this um this journey that i'm on right now it's really all about saying how do i one become whole and that means trying to build back some of the pain, some of the aches, some of the um, challenges that I've faced through my life. And and this is not one of those sob stories, but this is just things that I've examined about myself. And I'm trying to be more cognizant of making sure that I'm not passing those traits and those innuendos and those weirdos uh, things down to my kids. And so um, today we're just going to talk about some things that I've done to just re- really just try to reset and some things that uh, even along this journey, um, even this past two, three weeks has been hectic. I got off path. And so sometimes you have to revert yourself and you have to get right back on the in, on the uh, saddle and just say, hey, let's let's reconnect. Let's reset and figure this out. So um, today is just really talking five tips. And these five tips is going to be real simple. First one we're going to talk through is prioritizing your well-being. Uh, I got a buddy of mine right now. He literally goes to the gym every single day, sometimes two times a day. Um, I have another buddy of mine. He does it two to three times a day as well. And then I have another buddy who also does it two or three times a day. And and here's the thing. I used to look at them and be like, they ain't got nothing to do. They clearly ain't got nothing to do. These are dads. I don't understand how in the world they're figuring out. Then the excuse was, well, their kids are older, so they, they probably can making that time because they ain't got to sit there and watch the kids. They ain't picking up the kids. That wasn't the case. The truth was they said, my health equals my wealth. I know we've all heard it before, but you got to let that sit in a little bit. And so 
understanding that if you're not healthy, you can't be wealthy, not just from a financial standpoint, but even from a space of making sure that your family is secure, making sure that you're responding in a healthy manner, making sure that there's richness taking place in the house, meaning are there conversations happening? And and that all starts with you as a man. And for me, I've had to say, Desmond, you must take care of this temple. And if you don't take care of this temple, and I'm sure we've talked about this before, but if you don't take care of your temple, guess what's happening? You're only shortening the time that you have to be able to spend with your kids in the future. And so for me, one of the biggest things that um, I really have started and getting back into this journey has been saying, go work out, go take a walk. It doesn't mean you got to go burn 5,000 calories. Doesn't mean that your goal is to get the eight pack. By all means, I'll take my eight pack back. Um, I kind of had like a six and a half, seven, <laughs> whatever. But the reality is it was the fact that you have to move. You have to move in a different way than just the normal monotonous way of going to work, dropping off kids, getting in the car, out of the car. And and a lot of this all comes down to just saying, go release. When you're lifting that weight, when you're walking and you're just breathing in that oxygen and that fresh air, you're you're setting yourself up to release the stresses, the weights, the pains that's sitting on your neck that you didn't even realize And what it does is it also defogs your thought process. It allows you uh, the opportunity to come back into your element and into your environment and be like, what's next? And so in this, this has been one of my biggest, um, one of my biggest challenges, but at the same time, one of my biggest tasks this year, I have literally said, what, um, what task of working out are you going to, to do? Whether it's the Peloton, whether it's going for a quick 15-minute walk, whether it is going to the gym, spending 30, 45 minutes, and whatever it is, make the time. You make time for everything else. And, and I think it was uh, Tunde, she said it one day during uh, one of the Peloton workouts. She said, we go everywhere else to plug in. We will tear a building down to go look for a charger to plug in our phone. But that same energy, that same energy that we put in to try and make sure our phone stays charged and for us to stay connected to the world and stay connected to the people, stay connected to the gram, we don't put that same energy into ourselves to make sure that we stay plugged in into our health. So we have to make sure that we're prioritizing our well-being. But in prioritizing your well-being, that doesn't always just mean fitness. That may also mean mentally, meaning finding a therapist, getting that time. And I'll be honest, my goal for October is by the time I end October, have a new therapist, whether it is a marriage therapist, whether it's just a me therapist, that's my goal. And that goal is set solely saying, I want to have a space that I can release. And while I have my community, we talked about this on the last one, last episode, um, I I also need to have a space to where while you feel that your community may not be biased and they're going to give you the the naked truth and my community is real, they're real, real, but there always needs to be another opinion. There always needs to be another thought. Yes, I know what everyone says. It's not about what other people say, it's what God says. I get that. But sometimes you need people to help weigh in. Sometimes you need uh, someone to help weigh in and say, well, Desmond, did you think about it this way? You know, your response, the way that you're coming off, it's coming off this way. And so in that, it is just truly saying, can you embrace, can you really embrace 
other uh, ways of just checking in on your well-being. And so for me, uh, I have a few right now. Um, physical. Second is mental. Um, and then the last one is emotional. Uh, and that emotional space of well-being is just saying, what do you need? And being open and transparent enough to tell that to your partner. So for me, I've told my wife, hey, you know, I need some affirmation. And that may be something that a lot of dads may need. Uh, for me, I've also said some things such as, hey, I need um, I, I need at least another 15, 20 minutes of just resetting to where I don't to where I'm not feeling like everything's falling in. Or even there's those moments that I just say, hey, I'm at 10 percent. And that's the moment and that may be the cue for my wife to say, hey, you know what, kids, let's go take a ride or whatever that may be. But making sure that you're prioritizing your well-being and then also communicating that to everyone else who's around you, that will help them hold you accountable for it. Number two, scheduling alone time. Y'all, this is something I do not do at all. My alone time is when I'm recording this podcast. I kid you not. But I thoroughly enjoy it. But I don't schedule it. And so um, one of the things that I think that helps a lot of people is to say, if you schedule this time, you block this time out, then that means nothing else can interfere. Unfortunately, my, my life doesn't work like that. But for others, it could. Because for me, I try to be as flexible as I possibly can. But here's the thing. As a father, we can't always be flexible for everyone else and forget to be flexible and, and, and completely abandon our position and our post of saying, where did I recharge? Because what happens is then you fall into that space of let me just run. We, we go into the space of fight and flight. We go into the space of I got to go do X. I got to go do this. And then we forget that that time that I was supposed to spend, whether that's to go watch a movie, whether that's to go get some tacos, whether that's just to say, hey, I'm about to go wash the car. Whatever that time is, that time is still, once again, a recharge. Number three. Setting realistic goals. So one of the things that I, I looked looked at when I'm when I was coming up with this list was realizing that alone time and my well-being had to be realistic. I couldn't say, Des, every month you're gonna go on a quick trip, whether it's over the weekend. That doesn't work. I couldn't say, hey, Des, you're going to schedule three hours by yourself every day so that you can just write and journal and pray and walk. That, that doesn't work. I had to be realistic in the goals that I was setting and understanding that if I'm going to accomplish this, it needs to be measurable. It needs to be something that even is just like a bite size. So the other thing that I also added into my list was, hey, I want to get back into reading books. Well, the reality is I don't have the opportunity to sometimes just sit down and dive into a book. But when I'm driving, I can listen. When I'm working, I can listen when I'm when I'm thinking and I'm, I'm studying something else. I can still listen the same way that we listen to music is the same way that I listen to books. And so in that, it just allows me to say, where is the added value and have I been able to achieve the goal? So for the month of September, my goal was to complete at least two books. I completed two books. I didn't physically read them, but guess what I was able to do? I was physically able to listen to them. And that realistic goal has empowered me to say, now, what can I do next? Same thing when it came to working out. Hey, my goal was at least 15 or 20 minutes. That was just the goal. Making sure that it was realistic, bite-sized. Now, granted, do I want to lose 50 pounds? Absolutely. But that may not be realistic today. 
But what I can do is say, let me take care of my health differently. Let me at least get up and walk. Let me get up and, and run. Let me get up and lift some weights. Let me do some crunch, whatever that looks like, but still be realistic in it. Next one. Learn to say no. <laughs> so funny story. Uh, the other day, I, my boys, was, they hit me up and they was like, yo, hey, we're thinking about going um, to a game. And I was like, yo, that sounds dope. Let's do it. In the back of my head, I was like, yeah, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to figure out how to make this happen. And before the call was over, I had to come to grips with myself to say, this is not realistically possible. Man, I'm not going to be able to make it. And yeah, they may, they may rag on me a little bit. They may say, oh, man. But at the end of the day, I knew that my no had to come from a place of, one, transparency, but then, two, realistic. But then on top of that, it helped me to realize that my no can also have power in other areas. Meaning, for example, my wife asked me a couple of days ago, Des, hey, I have to be at work at a certain time. Do you think you can take both the children? Well, Old Des would have been like, yeah, I can do it. Not a problem. I'm Superman. Ooh. Well, transparent Des was able to say, hey, I would love to, which in my heart, I did want to. However, I also have to go handle something at the same exact time. What I can do, and in that response, it wasn't so much of a hard note, but what it was, was let me help. Let's work together to figure this out. Your no does not always have to be a solid no. Sometimes it may be, how do we adjust? How do we, how do we empower each other? How do I politely decline and say, hey, I'm just not up for it. And that may happen. That may be the time that when you're saying no, you're able to refuel yourself and actually set that alone time aside. Figure it out. Guard your time. Next one. This is the last one. Use technology wisely oftentimes we run into the space of thinking that i have to know what's going on every single time i gotta make sure that I, i'm connected to my calendar i gotta make sure that i'm connected to my text i gotta make sure that i'm connected to the gram i gotta make sure that I, i'm keeping up with the threads what's cnn say all of these things become what we call distractions everything is a distraction to where when you get done your day you have to say did i accomplish something the answer usually is, eh, I accomplished a whole bunch of little things, but nothing actually got finished. And so that has to say, did I set my standard at the level of saying, did I allow technology to become my God? Did I let, allow technology to be, to be the ruler of my day? Did I allow technology to be the, the, um, the, the, the driver of where I was going? And the truth of the matter is, oftentimes it does. Oftentimes, as dads, we allow technology to be our distraction. It may be our numbing. Uh, it may be our numbing mechanism. It may be the thing that allows us to even sometimes cope. And so we have to really figure out how do I make sure that technology was not my uh, distraction, but it was my tool. So, for example. And the other week I sat down and I said, Des, you know what? Your wife always is telling you to really use this calendar. I use it for what I need for my business, but I don't always use it for our day-to-day -day life. So I literally set time aside, scheduled my time aside and said, you're going to review your calendar for every calendar that impacts your life. 
That means for curriculum purpose, you're going to review it. For Dolores Media Group, you're going to review it. For uh, your job, you're going to review it. For your family, you're going to review it. For church, you're going to review it and put everything there. It took about an hour, two hours, but guess what I was able to do? I was able to save time on the back end. Why? Because me and my wife didn't have to front. We didn't have to argue about being able to be somewhere at a certain time. Why? Because we were now communicating in a different language. I was communicating in her language. And guess what? I was also able to feel a little bit more organized. I used my technology the way it was supposed to be used, not for how I thought it could be used. Here's the thing. Being mindful of your screen time is important. I used to not think it mattered. But the time that I spend on social media, and we can all as business owners make the excuse of saying, oh, I need it. You don't. You don't. What you need is to get out there and go back into the guerrilla uh, marketing. What you need to do is talk to some people, pick up the phone, call people. What you need to do is schedule some lunches. That's what you need to do. That's what allows you to get back to what you need. Social media only becomes a deterrent for us not to be engaged with people. Think about the last time you wrote a letter to somebody. Think about the last time you just sent an email to somebody. Think about the last time that you said, hey, let's go to lunch. Those moments is where you started to really thrive. Most of us, that's how we even became dads. Why? Because we took the time to step outside of a technology technology and get to know somebody. So in this process and how we do things, we need to make sure that we're embracing it the right way. Now, one of the biggest things that I'm just really going to drive home is, what's these five tips? It doesn't mean that you're going to do all of them all at once. doesn't mean that you're going to conquer all of them. But what can happen is something real simple. You can just apply one. If you said, I have a whole month, let me just apply one a week. Let me apply one every month. Whatever it is, let's figure it out. So let's recap real quick. So number one is prioritize your well-being. Number two, schedule alone time. Number three, set realistic goals. Number four, learn to say no. Number five, use technology wisely. There you have it, dads. Um, Five actionable tips to be more intentional about making time for yourself. Remember, your well-being matters. And taking time for yourself benefits not only you, but your family as well thank you thank you for tuning into the transparent dad podcast and here's the thing i need you to really help me with please subscribe leave a review share this with another dad think about that dad who might be struggling and say hey man take some time to just listen to something different other ways you can connect with us is real simple y'all transparent dad is also on instagram Um, remember being a transparent dad is all about the journey, not the destination. It is my hope and every, every opportunity and every story that is shared, every insight uncovered, um, just to bring us one step closer to reducing the main goal, closing the generational gap and creating a world where fatherhood is a source of strength and guidance. Be sure. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for upcoming episodes, as well as also Please make sure you stay open, stay engaged, and keep building those transparent connections. I'm your host, Desmond. Till next time.